Hello, welcome to the African American History Podcast, where we discuss and analyze the most important events in African American history and how they have affected the world today. I'm Grant Coleman, along with Zora Fanyad, Kayla Carruthers, and Surreal Cobb. We're based in St. Louis and it's currently March 2021. Today's topic is on African American regiments during the Civil War. First, I will be talking about the 1st Kansas Colored Volunteer Infantry. Civil War on the Western Border says, quote, the 1st Kansas Colored Volunteer Infantry was an African-American regiment that served in the Union Army during the American Civil War. The regiment was organized prior to the preliminary Emancipation Proclamation, thus becoming the first Black unit to see combat alongside white soldiers during the war in October 1862, end quote. The National Park Service says that once the Civil War began, Lincoln did not want African-Americans to fight in the war. But a Kansas senator by the name of James Lane said, quote, the effect of marching an in, in army on the soil of any slave state will be to instill into the slaves a determined purpose to free themselves and will crush out everything that stands in the way of acquiring that freedom, end quote. So Lane recruited Blacks into the 1st Kansas Colored Volunteer Infantry Regiment, which was originally a state entity. The National Park Service also says, quote, the 1st Kansas Colored Infantry first saw combat at the Battle of Island Mound in Missouri on October 29, 1862. Roughly 225 Black troops drove off 500 Confederate guerrillas. Richard Hinton, the first Kansas Colored Infantry adjutant, had this to say. The men fought like tigers, each and every one of them, end quote. Overall, the first Kansas Colored Infantry proved many people wrong in that they were fully capable of fighting as well as the white soldiers in the Civil War did. And now we will have Zora talking about the 29th Connecticut Colored Infantry Regiment. Thank you, Kayla. So according to ConnecticutHistory.org, the 29th Connecticut Colored Infantry Regiment was an infantry regiment that served in the Union Army during the American Civil War. It was credited as being the first infantry regiment to enter Richmond, Virginia, um, when, the center, when the city surrendered in the Sage of Petersburg. So midway through the Civil War, Connecticut created the state's first African-American regiment, the 29th Regiment Con uh, Connecticut Volunteers. Fighting bravely for the final year of the war, the regiment won many important battles and became one of the first Union regiments through, uh, to march uh, through Confederate capital of Richmond, which with its respectable service, the 29th Connecticut demonstrated the merits and justification for racial equality and freedom in Connecticut. The regiment established late in 1863 and was honorably disbanded in November of 1865. The 29th Connecticut had been first recruited when the Union was in, in difficult times. The first two years of the Civil War had claimed the lives of tens of thousands of Americans, and the Union Army was running very short on manpower. So a military draft was soon became necessary and proved to be very unpopular, yet there were thousands of African-American men who were eager to fight but were not allowed to serve because of their race. So in, the late, in late 1862, the United States government finally allowed African-Americans to enlist, but only to be in separate Black regiments. So throughout the war, President Abraham Lincoln depended on individual Union states to recruit regiments and send them to the battlefield. Um, each regiment generally had about 1,000 men and were divided between 10 companies. 
So once the African-Americans were allowed to serve, Connecticut's governor and legislator decided in November of 1863 and the, 29, uh, and the 29th would be a black regiment. Many white Americans were uncomfortable with the idea of making black regiments. However, it was determined that the white officers would lead the units. And to overcome this prejudice, the 29th Connecticut would have to prove itself on, its, on the battlefield. Um, through the remaining months of 1863, African-American men were uh, from across the state poured into training camps in the Fairhaven section of New Haven. And by January of 1864, the 29th Regiment Connecticut Volunteers was full. Thanks, Zora. I'll be talking about the 1st South Carolina Volunteer Infantry Regiment. According to Black Past, a team of historians who focus on African-American history, the 1st South Carolina Volunteer Infantry Regiment organized at Beaufort, South Carolina. They were the first officially recognized black unit of the Union Army during the Civil War. In August 1862, President Lincoln authorized their assembly. They had around 1,000 men by November and were deployed. On January 1st, 1863, Emancipation Proclamation was issued and the regiment was issued colored uniforms and officially accepted into the Union Army. Early recruits were mainly Angola men, black people who lived on the coast of South Carolina and the surrounding islands. Their commander was Colonel Thomas Higginson, a white abolitionist. Harriet Tubman and Susie Baker were nurses for the regiment. While the regiment was never involved in any of the major battles, they did see action. In November of 1862, they were led along the South Carolina and Georgia coasts and destroyed Confederate salt processing factories and freed slaves. A few months later, they attempted to surprise a Confederate encampment. The Confederates spotted them. The regiment took only minimal casualties and fought them off. The regiment also helped reclaim Jacksonville, Florida, for the Union twice in 1863 and 1864, and was involved in the Battle of Honey Hill and the capture of a fort on James Island. By 1864, the regiment's name was changed to the 33rd United States Colored Troop Regiment and were discharged from service in 1866. Finally, on to Terrell, who's speaking about the 54th Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry. The 54th Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry was the second all-black Union force to fight in the war. They were credibly known for their bravery and how fierce they were. They had a major impact in the war and showed white people that black people were more than what they thought they were but that black people would fight for what they believe in no matter what. From the beginning of the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln argued that the Union forces were not fighting in slavery, but to prevent the disintegration of the United States. For abolitionists, their reasoning was just simply to end slavery. They argued that black people should be able to join the fight for their freedom. However, African-Americans were not allowed to serve as soldiers in the Union. Abraham Lincoln, was against blacks joining the army until things got bad. He realized that they were fighting for a cause that aligned with the goals of black people. So it's easier for him to recruit them in the war. It's sad to say, but America really used black people as a dirty rag since the Atlantic slave trade up until now. It wasn't until the Emancipation Proclamation that it decreed that blacks in suitable condition will be put into the armed services of the United States. This is what pushed the Union forward into winning the war. It shows so many other African-Americans that they could fight for something that they had been winning for so long. Massachusetts did not have many African-American residents, but by the time the 54th Infantry Regiment headed off to training camps, two weeks later, more than a thousand men had volunteered. A couple ways that they got more blacks to join the war was by saying that their entire family, their mom and themselves wouldn't be for sale anymore. Kind of how they do Nowadays in high schools, when they kind of bribe young men with money, cars, and like tuition and stuff like that to join the military. 
so being the second all black regiment there were many 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 problems like problems with the uniforms and just like racial racial problems like the race bridge that generals had to cross some commanders had to kind of adjust to black people holding rifles near their head with their own type of free will sad to say the 54th had came to an end during a battle that Andrew Shaw had led. But the Union generals hadn't expected so many men. They had miscalculated and caused the demise of the great 54th Regiment. There were 1,700 Confederate soldiers that waited inside the fort ready for battle. The men of the 54th were outgunned and outnumbered. It's very sad to say, and it's very sad to see the way that they went out, but we see that they went out with dignity, and I in America will never forget what the 54th Regiment has done for our country. Through just these four color regiments, we can see the impact that they had on the Union Army. Without them, the Union Army would have struggled even harder against their Confederate enemies. Tens of hundreds more regiments, just like the ones we talk about today, existed and can't be lost to history, which is why it's important to remember them and acknowledge the impact they had in the Civil War.